Immigration, migration is where individual make a choice to live in another place for a better life, better money, maybe more opportunities. Migrants also have the chance uh, to return home. As opposed to migrants, refugees have no choice, no chance to return home. Refugees often live in unsafe camps with harsh living conditions. In this globalized world, is migration and refugee situation getting any better? Hi, my name is Wahid, and joining me today is Andrea, Gori, Jaspreet, and Sam Rajat. And this is our podcast, Immigration and Refugees, a Global Phenomenon. Yeah, this is Gori. I will speak on the topic of refugee crisis and its causes. Refugee crisis is mainly arose from bad governance by the government of the country on their citizen. I can explain this idea by taking the example of five states of Africa. First is Angola. In this, the whole country was ruled by one strong man who will guide the whole country and will take them on the way and the steps which he wants them to walk. Next is Republic of Congo. In this, their leaders can be in power until 60 years of their age. And next is Democratic Republic of Congo. Once the leader is appointed, he can do anything to remain in the power forever. And these leaders are generally known as Kabila leaders. The next one are Rwanda and Burundi. For both of these cases, the past violence is the main cause for refugee crisis. In addition to these causes, the civil war which was ended in 2005 in Africa was also the reason for it which brought devastating effects not only on the lives of the people and their living standards, but also on the economic development of the country. It led to many political crises, climate violence and repression, which disrupts the economic activity, unemployment, political violence, indiscriminate violence and individual insecurity. And sometimes natural disasters are also the risk are also the reasons for the refugee crisis due to which refugee try to migrate from one country to another for the purpose of looking for the better lifestyle, food, clothing and shelter. Due to all of these factors, during 1984, people of Africa were suffering from many mental and physical breakdowns and its, uh, its effects were mostly faced by children and women in the way of human trafficking and mental and health torture even though the government made many rules but it didn't uh, prevented them from the violence any uh, as a reason there were no rights given to their refugee so that's why they were forced to leave their own hometown and go to other countries for the sake of their life now i will call to further put line on the same topic. Thank you. Hi, it's Simran Jyot Singh. 
I'll be speaking about the causes of refugee crisis. In most cases, the leading causes of large-scale displacement in civil wars. Currently, there are millions of people who have escaped their homes to flee civil wars as well as other violence. According to the United Nations statistics from 1996 to 2016, it indicates that there are over 22.5 million refugees and over 38 million internally displaced individuals. It is much surprising that over 55% of the world's refugees are from Syria, Afghanistan and Somalia. There exist many factors that complicate the issue of refugees. The manipulation of refugees for political as well as strategic reasons has posed a threat to refugees and downplayed the suffering related to the crisis. Despite being a tragic output of war and violence, one of the significant challenges leading to refugee crises in the world is that the extensive displacement becomes engulfed in the security, politics and economics conflict. Therefore, the resultant of this enmeshment is an exacerbation of regional destabilization. Taking an example of the Syrian refugee crisis, it is deeply enmeshed between civil war and international conflict. Its neighbors, Lebanon, Turkey and Jordan are a part of the problem. On the other hand, The European states are speaking to prevent further entry of Middle Eastern asylum seekers. In this in his book Mark Jibney points out that most refugees globally are struggling to survive in most violent as well as poorest countries in the globe. The author further notes that the interpretation of international human rights law has played a role in this state of affairs hence worsening a major misconception is that asylum abuse is a pervasive problem jibney argues that a greater refugee crisis will continue to expand as long as states continue to develop their immigration measures without the inclusion of domestic or international protection for asylum seekers now i'll ask Andrea for problems of the refugee crisis Hi this is Andrea refugees forced to abandon their homes and countries in search of safety has significantly increased At the same time, government's commitment to offering asylum is dwindling, as is their political will to resolve the human rights disaster from which people have fled. There is a crisis in the protection of the human rights of refugees. First of all, governments are invading their international obligations toward refugees. They are declining commitments to refugees. governments are beyond the diplomacy to the rights of refugees while in practice devoting their energies to keeping refugees away from their borders that they do not have to honor their obligation some states that traditionally hosted large number of refugees now turn them away because of the international community's failure to share the responsibility for protecting refugees 
many countries, officials apply a restrictive interpretation of who should qualify for protection as refugees under the main International Refugee Treaty. The 1951 UN Convention relating to the status of refugees and its 1967 protocol, with the result that people fleeing persecutions are returned to their persecutors. Second of all, governments are changing the concept of temporary protection to refugees. The temporary protection model is based on the assumption that the people being given protection would eventually return home. European states were born to respect the principle of non-refoulement. But in the face of what they saw as a massive influx of refugee stadium that unnecessary to allow access to their individual asylum determination systems. International refugee law does not give a right to a permanent relocation. It only provides only that refugees should be protected until they can return home safely. Many states have in the past allowed refugees to remain permanently in their country, letting them integrate into their new community and rebuild their broken lives. However, now governments are turning to the concept of temporary protection at the same time as they are obstructing access to their countries, showing less and less respect for the principle of non-refoulement and claiming that they cannot cope with the responsibility of sheltering refugees. They are using temporary protection as another means of denying refugees their rights. The ending of temporary protection and another form of refugee status must be based on a revaluation of the human rights situation in the country of return that is in particular political independent and in keeping with standards established under the sensation clauses of the UN Refugee Convention. And next is Wahid to talk about ladies' issues. Hi, this is Wahid. Latest issues facing refugees, I'll be exploring human trafficking specifically. It is a form of transnational crime. It is on the rise as a result of globalization. Nation states have often porous and hard to control borders. This transnational crime is low risk and has low initial cost. It commands high profits and is easily enabled due to its large demand. Compared to the drug trafficking where the commodity is sold once, trafficked individual can be sold multiple times, increasing exponentially possible profit. Human trafficked criminals are part of a highly flexible global network that encompass vast regions, countries, and continent. The human trafficking often is a byproduct of wars, conflicts, large-scale migration, and human suffering. In 2000, the Palermo Protocol on Human Trafficking was created. It recognized human trafficking as a very important transnational phenomenon tied directly to the local and global organized crime. Criminalizing human trafficking slash traffickers rather than just passing it as a human rights or migration issue gave more teeth to the law enforcement around the world to banish and disrupt the global tragedy. How big is the problem? Well, according to the U.S. government report on trafficking published in 2004, it is believed that between 600 and 800,000 people worldwide were trafficked. Almost every country is involved to a certain degree, either as a source, a host, or transit platform for traffickers and the victims.
Sadly, 80% of the people trafficked are women and girls, and 70% of them are trafficked for sexual exploitation. Globalization and the rise of the internet makes it an ideal physical and digital playground for the organized criminals. Buying and selling of humans can be done in the click of a mouse button. Contrary to the belief that human traffickers are low-life criminals, these criminal actors are often well-connected and in power positions. They are governments, diplomats, employees of a big international corporation, military personnel, or perhaps UN peacekeepers. They will traffic humans to do house chores, hard labor, or sexual exploitation. The list of abuses is endless. Although the primary motivation of human traffickers is profit, some organizations use the profit for different endeavors. Some will use the proceeds of trafficking to finance political parties, terrorist groups, guerrilla, or uh, rebel movements. As mentions, mentioned earlier, uh, human trafficking is a global phenomenon. No country is immune to this nasty business and these criminals cooperate and strive on human misery. Traffickers also understand how to blend in the community by posting, advertising, and recruiting in newspapers, online websites that provide escort services in hotels, uh, homes, condos, or apartments that serve as brothels. The future seems bleak on trying to stop the problem as a lot of money is involved. Businesses, different government levels, law enforcement, are overwhelmed by the deep web of corruption and the sheer size of human trafficking. Considering the unrest worldwide compounded with the enormous wave of refugees, the world is to witness the most important transnational crime and calamity of our time. Now I'll pass the mic to Jaspreet. Thank you. This refugee issue is one that is continuously growing and has grown to be the largest crisis since the Second World War. Amnesty International in 1997 presented some solutions in one of their publications. Um, one of these solutions is for states to take accountability for the violence that they partake in. This could be done by opening an investigation led by the respective governments, uh, examining human rights violations and holding those who perpetrate such violence responsible, as well as holding themselves as members of an international community accountable. International countries and their leaders should follow their reporting obligations under the UN Refugee Convention. These reports should be presented to the UN General Assembly by the UNHCR every year and lastly, they can guarantee the full protection of internally displaced people. While members of states have fled from their homes, they haven't crossed international borders and therefore unable to seek refuge or asylum. This is due to the hesitancy that many states have in opening their borders and bringing those who are displaced into their homes. The disparity that is awarded to refugees outside their countries seeking protection versus the disregard of concern for those who are internally displaced should receive greater international attention and concern. There is a journal article called Conceptual Challenges and Practical Solutions 
in situations of internal displacement that introduces political, ethical, and practical challenges in understanding and executing solutions. The guiding principles on internal displacement and subsequent regional and national legal frameworks provide clarity on the causes and rights of internally displaced persons before, during, and after displacement. The 2010 Interagency Standing Committee's Framework for Durable Solutions for Internally Displaced Persons has complemented this by defining the describing by de, sorry by defining and describing what is what constitutes durable solutions for IDPs. This framework defines the measures that is used and what is needed for a durable solution to be created. Access to livelihood, restoration of infrastructure and land, access to legitimate documentation, family reunification, reintegration in another part of the country, sustainable reintegration or local reintegration, and access to reparations. globalization takes place and accelerates, so does migration and the refugee situation. We've spoken about causes, problems, and latest issues facing migra migrants and refugees. Um, it seems that migration and refugees are increasing rapidly. However, the respective living condition of each group is sadly different. Migrants are probably better off and always have the option to return home. Refugees, however, have far less opportunities and their return is not an option, um, which leaves their reality to living in camps. Uh, globalization includes mig migrants, but the dismiss of life of refugees as simply its collateral casualty. So that's all, folks. Um, I hope you enjoyed our episode of Refugees and Immigration, a Global Phenomenon. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.